Welcome to the end of religious Christianity. If you're truly born again, you've got the joy of the Lord inside of your spirit. You've got power inside of your spirit. My gift from God is to move you into your spirit, man, where God is, where you know all things, where things present and things to come are yours. Come with me into the kingdom of God. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast where I'm here to help you understand the good news of the kingdom of God. I know you didn't hear me because most Christians cannot define what the good news even means. Nine out of ten Christians don't even know what the good news is. They say, oh, it's, you know, Jesus died for my sins or you know, that I can go to heaven or that God loves me. No, that is not the gospel. The gospel is the good news about the domain, the territory, and the kingdom of God. It's about a government. It's about an invisible kingdom that will become the kingdoms of the world, will become the kingdoms of our God. Let me just read a a few scriptures here. I mean, it says in Revelation chapter 11, the world has become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever. The seventh angel shouted, and his trumpet blew, and he said, the kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our God. We know in Isaiah chapter 9 that it says, Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and, I said, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. And of his government, I said government, I said government, I said government, there will be no end. So the good news is of the government of God. The government of God is the dominion of God. It's the rule of God. It's the reign of God. And in Revelation, it says that we are kings and priests. Revelation chapter 1, And he has made us kings and priests unto God. And to him be glory and dominion. That word dominion is the same as the word kingdom. And he has made us kings and priests. What do kings and priests do? We rule. We reign. We judge. What did Adam and Eve do? Adam ruled. He reigned. He judged. What did Jesus do? He ruled. He reigned. He judged. Can you say that? I rule. I reign. I judge. I rule. I reign. I judge. At the end of the day, God has made you in his image. Revelation chapter 5, you have made them, who's them? You and me, to be a kingdom, 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 and priests to serve our God and they will reign on earth. How many churches are teaching you to judge? How many churches are teaching you to reign? R-E-I-N, that means to enforce dominion how many churches are teaching you to enforce dominion i am 
I'm teaching you how to reign. I'm teaching you how to rule. I'm teaching you how to serve. You do it from your spirit, man. Revelation chapter 5. You have made them, that's Christians, to be a kingdom. That's the government of God. That's the enforcement of the government. And priests to serve our God and they will reign on earth forever. So the message that Jesus preached is the message of the kingdom. I said every parable is about the kingdom. There is no parable about the fish or about the sower or about the coins. All parables are only and explicitly about the kingdom. When will you get it? In Matthew chapter 4, the devil took Jesus to a high mountain and said, I will give you every kingdom of this world if you will bow down and worship me. So at some point in time, Satan was becoming the ruler of this age. Satan became the ruler of this world. I said Satan became the king. Satan became the priest. Satan became the judge. Satan became the intermediary. But Jesus Christ is doing one thing. He's expanding his kingdom. He's expanding his territory. Habakkuk 2.14 says, The earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters covered the sea. Okay, Isaiah 57 says, For this is what the high and exalted one says, He who lives forever, whose name is holy, I live in a high and holy place, but I will also dwell with those who are contrite and lowly in spirit. So God is holy. Listen to me. This is kingdom. He owns you. You are not holy. There is nothing good about you. There is nothing righteous about you other than the fact that Jesus paid for you. If a king buys a land, that land becomes royal land. The royal botanical gardens, they call it or crowned land. So you are owned by God, and that is the only reason you are holy. So what happened was Psalm 115 says that heaven belongs to God, but the earth he has given to man. And man, who was the ruling king of earth, I'm telling you, man was made in the image to rule earth. Man is a copy of God. And that's the title of my new book, God Men coming out in Amazon this August, 2020, 18th of August, 2020. It'll be available by the 19th of August because you are a God in the image of God. You are a God on the earth. Jesus said that about you. If you don't believe me, it's in Psalm 82. And I'm going to keep saying this and God's going to start to perform miraculous signs and wonders to confirm it. But Jesus quoted Psalm 82, verse 6, I said, you are gods, you are all sons of the Most High. So Jesus quoted that. So Jesus says, you are a God, you are a son of God, you are made in the image of God. So why did he make you? To extend his kingdom. Yes, he loves you. Yes, but... The message of the kingdom is that you are gods made in the image of God. You are called to rule the earth. 
you rule the earth as as one owned by God. You rule the earth as the delegated authority of God on the earth. You rule the earth as a son of God. You rule the earth as a copy of God. God copied heaven and called it earth. God copied himself and called him man. Guys, there is a move of God that's happening on the earth. Right now, the waters of the glory of God are covering. The enemy is trying to bring persecution against the church. The church is being shut down. Jesus is taking down lampstands. The church has now moved into the cities. The church has now moved into houses. I'm not saying not to go to church. I'm saying run away from those who have a form of godliness but deny its power. Run away from religion that blinds you to the kingdom. Run away from politics that loves to fear man and not God. I had a vision where an angel appeared to me and it turned out to be Jesus. He had the most beautiful eyes, but when he came to me in the dream, I put my hand up and he fell over. I don't know why he fell over. I thought, wow, that's strange. And I prayed about it and I thought that it may not be God, that it may be another angel appearing and masquerading as an angel of light. But Jesus revealed to me that because his head was sewn onto his body, his head was sewn onto his body and he said to me, and it was his head wrapped around his head was like the trunk of a branch of a tree. And he just looked a little bit disformed and disfigured. And he showed me that he is the head of the church. But the church under the leadership of man has disconnected from the head. He said it's the most egregious sin is man's self-reliance, self-religion, self-resilience. Many men claim to be God. I mean, many well-meaning pastors who love God and love their congregation, they are operating in witchcraft and control and Jezebel and Leviathan and Python. And they think that they are building the church. But Jesus said, I am building the church. I'm the head of the church. You, the apostle, prophet, teacher, evangelist, pastor, you are meant to lie down. I said you are meant to lie down and let people walk on you. You're meant to be trampled underfoot by men. Paul said that because a foundation is to be walked upon. A foundation is to be stood upon. And so I'm telling you the future. I know this. People are going to leave the mainstream church. They're not leaving church. They're not leaving God. They're leaving the religious spirit. They're leaving the Pharisees because church is in your home. It's already happened. The wheat and the chaff are being separated and have been separated. The sheep and the goat have been separated. If you don't have any oil, it's too late. The bridegroom is has been announced. I said he's already been announced. He has come. He, I mean, he is coming. And so if you don't have oil, it's too late. 
the wise and the foolish virgins are about they're they're neck and neck, but the the foolish virgins are it might be too late. So what I'm saying is the glory of God is going to come into your house. As you worship, as you pray, even if it's one or two people, the power of God will overwhelm you. I said your hearts will burn like on the road to Emmaus because Jesus is walking with you and he's explaining the kingdom to you. And I said your hearts are burning. Some of you feel your heart burning now. Because I'm speaking while he stands next to me. And so I'm telling you before it happens that the church has moved underground. I said the church has moved underground. Jesus is stitching us back together. He is reattaching his head to his body. I said he is reattaching his head to his body because he is the vine and we are the branches. And he can graft us in. And so we declare in the Melbourne Underground Church that he is the head of the church. We are not building the church. I am not building the church. I, Jonathan, am not building the church. I am preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. That's all I do because that is the power of God unto salvation.